here we are again, giving God praise and giving him thanks for all that he has done and all that he is doing. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am resolved to enter the kingdom, leaving the parts of sin. Friends may oppose me, foes may beset me. Still will I enter in. I will hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to thee. Is this your prayer today? Is this your testimony? Will you come to him if you never before came to him? And if you invited him to come into your heart and into your life, would you stop today and just make a presentation to him? Christmas is coming. Paul told the believers at Rome in chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Wow. Let's continue to build on the crossroads of life, the intersections of life. I said to you that Satan wants to attack our faith. He wants to cripple our faith. Why? Because he knows without faith it is impossible to please God. And Satan's desire is for us not to hear the word. For he also knows that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if he's going to attack our faith, then he will make sure that we don't hear the word because it is the word of God that develops faith in an individual hearing of the word of God. But I want to bring you some good news this morning and say to you that even though that Satan wants to attack our faith and he knows if our faith goes, everything else goes. I want to say to you today that Satan can only do what the Lord permits him to do. He can only do what the Lord permits him to do. Little did Satan know that he is only permitted to do what brings about the Lord's purpose in the lives of his children are in the believers. I, I want to say that again. I wish to say that again. Little Satan knows that he is only permitted to do what brings about the Lord's purpose in the lives of his children, the believers. Satan can only go as far as God allows him to go with his children. He may want to go further, but he's always restricted by the father of that child. You remember Job in chapter 1? Let me read for you verse 10, 11, and 12. Listen to his words. He said, Has not thou made an hedge about him? and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the works of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. What Satan is saying? Satan is saying to God, listen, you got Job hedged in. You got him so protected. Not only him, his house. He said, and, and, and you, on every side, you got him protected. He said, you have blessed the work of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. But Lord knows verse 11, he says, but put thine hand now and touch all that he had, 
and he will cause thee to thy face. What? He said to God, if you would just take away from Job all that you have given him, Job will cause you to your face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. I am giving you the authority now to go and touch all that he had. He continues to stay only upon himself, put not thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. He is excited now that he got Job, everything that he had, because he is sure that when Job lose these things, that he will turn his back on God. One may ask, why do the Lord allow Satan to operate in our lives? Why? The answer I have found is that he may sift us as wheat. I want you to stay with me with this. We are going somewhere. Wheat is sifted to remove the chaff from the grain. Satan sifts to get the wheat. The wheat falls through the sieve and the chaff stays in the sifter. It's like when we sift sand, when we go into plaster, we put the sand in the sifter and we sift the sand and all the fine stuff that we want falls out underneath and the stuff that we don't want to use stays on the top right in front of our face. God allows him to toss us about in his sifter as he sifts us. While Satan is tossing us about in his sifter, he causes much pain as he delivers friction to our lives. All I know is that the Lord is allowing Satan to sift us. He allows him to sift us for the purpose of his sanctifying process. Sometimes we see the bad in being sifted by Satan. But when God allows Satan to sift us, all the bad stuff comes from in the good stuff. And the bad stuff, the stuff that's not useful, that Satan loves to throw in the face of everyone. Because when he sifts us, he wants to bring out all the bad in us to show others how bad we are, how evil we are, how many sins that we have sinned, how many wrong things we have done. And he exposes that to everybody. And God allows him to do that so that those things can be removed from our lives. Because after we are sifted, the stones, the pieces of wood, the stuff that you cannot use in plastering, you just toss it aside. Had you ever stopped and thought that sifting sometimes is good for us? Had you ever stopped and thought that when we are sifted, God allows Satan to do the work that he wants done so that the true you that can be used for God, the things that Satan may have encouraged us to do and we harbor in our lives when he sifts us, those things remain in his sifter. But God looks for what falls through the sifter whereby he can use. And many of us, as we find ourselves in Satan lane, he's glad that we are there, that he can sift us. And God sometimes allow him to do it. But notice what he said to Peter. 
He desires to sift you. But while he is sifting you, don't allow your faith to fail. He said, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Our Father, help us to always realize that all things work together for good to them that love God to those who are called according to his purpose. Lord, everything may not be good, but all things, even the sifting by Satan, works in all eyes for good. And we thank you that you can even use the devil to move the dross, the rocks, the, the pieces of wood, everything, the things that are not good, the sin from our lives to make us what you would have us to be. As we, Lord, face the crossroads, I pray you'll help us to make the right choices. Pray, Lord, that we'll follow your leading. We love you, praise you, and thank you for leading us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Talk to you next morning. Thanks for listening.